0: Life is hard, but it could be, be worse.
1: Life is hard, but it could be yeah, worse. Yeah, I
0: have to press like two buttons to get
1: hard. this whole show started. Oh, life is so hard. I got to press two buttons.
0: I know. Well, actually, you know, if you, to be honest, life is kind of hard lately. I don't have any groceries in the house. I'm starving to death. There's no money to buy food.
1: I just figured out that the title of our podcast actually works on two levels. You could take it at face value, and yeah, life is hard. Or it could be, like, sarcastic. Like, oh, first world problems. I'm pretty sure
0: you always meant it that way when you referred to me, but...
1: Life is hard.
0: I had to, like, find some dried rice in the bottom of a drawer today to make lunch. It's tough.
1: Yeah, Um, I don't think I'd be digging the bottom of the drawer for rice. There's my junk drawer. I know, but, um... When I find rice in a drawer like that, I'm never for certain that it's not really rat poop.
0: It may have been. It wasn't very good, but I had to eat something, you know. Ugh.
1: Well, <laughs> you
0: know how it is um, a shortage of garden gnomes and fake rocks. And, you know. So, so there was a story in in the um, in the news. I don't remember where I read it, but the, originally, where I read it, ah, ah, originally it was posted on Reddit. This woman posted this story on Reddit. Um, I didn't read it on Reddit. Somewhere else, they were talking about it. By the way, there's some. Re-
1: you read it on Reddit, or you didn't? I, I read didn't it on read it, it on Reddit, but it was posted on Reddit. Ah, I read it. Yes. Now we <clears you> know <throat> how they got their name. Oh, someone told me
0: I have I have a. Uh, sometimes I pitch my voice in an annoying way, so I'm gonna have
1: to try to pay attention. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say someone to do it more often.
0: <laughs> no, I've got to try to listen to myself. Pay attention when I'm when I'm doing the uh, speechy stuff. I, I don't even know. I don't even know exactly what they're referring. Don't to. Double listen so. to the
1: haters, Doug. You pitch your voice to whatever way you please. Well,
0: sometimes it gets a little out of hand, you know. So this woman, um, the the way the story opens, she talks about how she's very aware of the dangers that she faces when she leaves her house. And uh, she starts, you know, saying all these precautions that she takes, and already I'm thinking this woman is batshit crazy. Okay,
1: like wearing a seatbelt.
0: Yeah, like wearing a seatbelt. And no, when yeah, she, it's she okay, fucking so she's nuts. She's going to Target to shop, right? And she's she's saying, you know, like when she drives in the parking lot, she parks as close to the door as she can. She checks. She makes a note of all the cars that are parked near her car, and I mean things that I wouldn't even thought of. She's
1: again. fucking paranoid. Yeah,
0: basically. Uh she's except been watching for,
1: Except for everybody parks as close to the door as it can 'cause they don't want to walk.
0: Well, I think she's been watching too much Tucker Carlson, but anyway, so she goes in sorry, I just have some coffee there. She goes <laughs> in to do her shopping. I thought you were gonna say more, so I had to cut the <laughs> She goes in to do her shopping and um and she sees this guy that she says is dressed kind of uh you know, like in a lot of gray, you know, just kind of, you know, dull looking. <laughs> and he's not carrying a shopping basket, so he doesn't oh, really look like goodness. he's shopping. Yeah, he doesn't have a cart. Um, She's profiling people, basically. Well, well, he, she said she looked at him. Or she looked, I'm sorry, he looked at her. <laughs> anyway, so there was this, you know, sort of exchange of glances, I guess, that put her on edge. And then she ran into another guy that was similarly dressed, And, uh, and, and I think there was a third guy. And so she decided these guys were working together and that they were checking her out. She kept running into them randomly in different aisles. And, um, she's, so finally she gets done shopping and she goes to check out. And apparently they left the store ahead of her. And one of them gave her that knowing glance on his way out. Right. So, um, she was convinced that they were going to be like up to something. And so she waited, she got a manager uh, well, she talked to the manager, and the manager had someone walk her out to her car. And when she's going out to her car, she notices these three guys are kind of like hanging around this white windowless van that's near her car. And she's thinking, "Yeah, they'd have picked, they'd have grabbed me if I'd have gone out alone." So, so where I, the reason I bring this up is because my neighbor, um, every time I talk to them or either one of them, there's there's a couple living across the street. They're always telling me these stories, and and I it's some, sometimes it makes me a little concerned about our neighborhood because you know they tell me stories about these drug dealers who are you know stealing mail who are doing these things. One particular thing
1: <laughs> that's what I do, yeah, as a drug dealer, I'm going after the mailbox, man, because
0: yeah, well, be careful because they shoot people for this shit nowadays, so.
1: Well, I'm just saying, you know, like junk mail. Yeah, that's worth that's worth a lot on the street. You could sell those coupons, you know, in the well. The, this is flyers another, for been, like half their face value.
0: This is another topic, but the new rule is that it's if money, if, if you're guilty of any uh, anything worse than a misdemeanor, the cops are allowed to shoot you. So, so be careful. Anyway, so the um, the thing well, is, I mean,
1: exactly why they wouldn't do that. But good.
0: One of the things my neighbor said that I'm pretty sure is bullshit. Is that every time they pick up trash along the road, they find needles, syringes, <laughs> and you know it's just proof of all the drug dealers, all the all the drug users that are on our road, you know, because they just find these. And and okay, so I've been living where I live for twenty seven years, and I've been picking up the trash on along the road pretty much the whole time. I always that's
1: a long time.
0: I know. I spent. I literally have spent twenty seven years standing out on that road picking up trash.
1: Wow, you're I dedicated. I am. That better be a clean fucking road.
0: Well, let me tell you, I think I have found a syringe one time. Once. And I'm not even sure that I found one once. I think I have. I vaguely remember finding one one time.
1: Well, I mean, also, you could jump to conclusions. Cindy used to get accused of being a drug addict because she had syringes in her purse. Right. Right. And for exactly. all I know, that syringe she I found... for insulin.
0: Yes, could have been an insulin syringe. I didn't check it. Would have no way of knowing. Yeah. So, but just think about that, though. If in all the years I've been... And I pick up trash probably more often than they do. Um, in all the years that I've been... And, and by the way, even when I'm not picking up trash, I'm walking to and from the mailbox along that route. And if there was something laying along the road when I wasn't picking up trash, I would see it, right? So And pick it up. Well, I don't always pick up trash. I, you know, if I'm going to get my mail, look, if I, I, when I take a trash can out, there, it's a lot easier if I have something to put the trash in. So I just do it all in <laughs> on one swell food. Plus, I do it on the trash day so that I can pick it up and get rid of it the same day. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get at is that I have never seen this plethora, no, this plethora, plethora? plethora yeah. of syringes that are supposedly accumulating along the road. And and I get other stories from them. This this the woman s- says she comes home late at night from work. She works second shift and she comes home around midnight. And she says she's seen somebody walking out of my driveway on several occasions. And uh, or I, actually she said something like out of my woods, which I don't even know what that means. But I assume it'd be out of my driveway because I have a fence all along the front. The only opening is the driveway. Um, but I. I started, I was like, is somebody in my yard? Like, is somebody like, and and I I kind of just for a while, I was just sort of looking around going, okay, if someone's hanging out here as a place to just hang out, there's going to be a cigarette butt. There's going to be a a soda can. There's going to be something, something, anything, a track, a smunched down spot in the grass. Is that a word? Smunched down? Uh, Unless
1: it's like the cleanest squatter. Yes. The the
0: cleanest (laughs) motherfucker, the most stealth." Bastard. And if he's that right, stealthy, but, I don't care. Like, like, why should I care if he's doing absolutely no damage and leaving absolute... Bub- but the, long story right. short, there is nothing. <laughs> There's no sign of anything. I can't find a track in my driveway. I can't find a cigarette. It's probably
1: buy. you. She sees you. Yeah,
0: I'm usually not out there at midnight, but
1: um, maybe you're sleepwalking.
0: If anything, they're coming out of a different driveway. But I'm, I'm inclined to think that these people.
1: Or it's like a deer, maybe.
0: <sighs> Hopefully, got. You, you I
1: got mean, the deer run through your yard.
0: She, she should know the difference between a deer and a person. Well, not
1: at midnight. You just see something rustling through the trees, and you're like, <gasps> it's a criminal. Well,
0: well, I mean, this is my point, is that these people have these delusions that these things I are know, going I'm on. <laughs> and And they're not the only ones. I mean, this happens in other things, too. I mean, you look at some of the, you know, stories you see in the news and people talking about you know what this you know they see somebody jog by and they're like yeah this guy was breaking into houses like what do you mean did you see him no no but he looked like one of those people that might you know it's people just they have these they're terrified of everything or they have these preconceived ideas about you know this kind of person is a drug addict and this kind of person's doing this and this kind of person's doing that. And when they see them, they just, they just jump to all these conclusions. I mean, yes, we do have people on my road that use drugs. I know this it's, but I have never had a problem with them. And I keep hearing that they're stealing stuff. They're, you know, breaking into things. They're sitting in people's driveways. They're, they're invading my home. They're doing all these things that I don't know they're doing. And I'm like, am I just blind or am I just naive or what?
1: Yeah, you're a lefty. You don't see the real life happening because you're so fucking liberal.
0: Well, maybe you're right.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, it could be a little bit of paranoia, but I think also a lot of it is people just like drama. You know what I mean? Like, so they make up all this shit in their head just because their life is boring you know what i mean and not like on a conscious level on a subconscious level like they thrive on the you know the paranoia or the chaos or the like you know everybody's out to get me or there's all these battle of good and evil in the world going on all around you or something like that just because you know like just going shopping is not exciting
0: yeah, I know, but I let you talk that long just so I could finish my coffee. Um, right, cool, but but well, I got
1: another thought too.
0: I named this. If I didn't start this thing out this way, I for named it. Drink. I named it the ultimate in confirmation bias because I think it comes down to people believe this stuff, and they're looking for something to back it up. They can't just spout these theories, you know. They can't say to their neighbors, "Oh, I think there's a bunch of people doing all this crazy shit everywhere." Like you know, it's just like these. All these deadbeats, I see them. Right, right you know. yeah,
1: so they're like gathering evidence.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's easy to to, to see someone look at you in the store and go, well, oh, that guy's a, a human trafficker. He's going to kidnap me and sell me to somebody in Shanghai.
1: But here's my question, though. If you're really that paranoid, if you really believe that people are out to get you or that these – kind of people are lurking around every turn or whatever why in the world do you shop at a place called target
0: (laughs) good question well just just a segue though here uh the supreme court is going to be hearing a case on uh, individual right to carry firearms and um so it may not be long and those people will be able to disarm themselves all the time and they won't have to worry
1: What's the case about? I mean, obviously, like somebody suing somebody, right? That's how you get yeah, a case in front of the.
0: I didn't read the details, but I keep hearing about it in the news, like on the radio. They're talking about it's essentially one of those cities, like New York, who has laws that says you can't, you know, you can't carry a firearm outside your home unless you're going to a firing range or you're licensed for this or something. You know, they have very, very strict rules on carrying firearms in the city of
1: New York. Gotcha. So they're uh, the case is about the the legality, the constitutionality of of the limiting
0: rule. anybody from carrying a firearm on them at any time. Oh, Jesus, because we have a right to bear arms that oh, shall not man. be infringed.
1: The people do, not the individual persons. It's written well, that way on that's, purpose. That's, collectively,
0: that's the question. That's the question. Is this a militia? Or is this an individual right? That's what the Supreme Court has to decide. And given the makeup of our Supreme Court right now, I don't know if you've looked, it almost looks like a clown clown show.
1: Yeah, I realize that. But, I mean, well, first of all, they rebuked Trump on a couple of rulings, and we haven't yeah, talked that was, about that. Yeah,
0: but that was no-brainers. I mean, those were like— This is a no-brainer. It's not a no-brainer.
1: I, it is a no, no-brainer. No, it is
0: not a no-brainer. Oh, my God, it is. Uh, it is read- to you and me, but it is not to second right amendment people or second amendment people.
1: I know, but that's because they're reading it the way they want to read it. Because well, what- yeah, but the Supreme Court could do the same thing.
0: I'm okay, look. You can they tell could, me I'm wrong when they rule, but I'm I'm telling you that I'm betting they will rule in favor of everybody over the age of twelve will be able to carry a gun wherever they go.
1: I'm not saying they wouldn't rule that way. I'm just saying that from the context of the whole constitution and the creation of the United States and the whole thing, if you read it, knowing all that, and it clearly says the right of the people, the collective, the people, mm-hmm. as opposed to the monarchy, the government, the whatever. Yes. You know. Yes. You know, to keep and bear arms, so not being friends. In other words, we can stockpile our guns for the day that we decide we need to overthrow this government. That was the whole reason they wrote it that way. When the government goes bad, which it in inevitably will, you're going to pick up your rifles and overthrow it and start the fuck over. They built that in.
0: Well, I, and I would go <laughs> one step further even. I would say that it was and I know it doesn't say this per se, but I would say that that the constitution was designed to limit the federal government and the states having the, you know, the um, national guard probably is exactly what it meant. It meant for this, you know, there to be some counterbalance to the federal power.
1: Right. And well, absolutely. I mean, there was a huge, I mean, people died in the battle over, you know, the federalists versus the, yeah, um, anti-federalists—I guess they were called—the people that didn't want the power centralized,
0: right? And and I I would tend to say that trusting the federal government is, is a bad idea. I mean, look at what's going on in our federal government right now. I, I, you may have <clears throat> seen this. There was an article about the, or I'm sorry, a TED talk I saw that said our our politi- political system isn't broken; it's fixed. And by fixed, she meant it's fixed. Rigged. Yeah, basically. Basically, what she said was the two parties are not competing for our, you know, to do good things for us. They're competing with each other. They have no competition, no real competition. Um, And actually, the article I was reading on this, uh, I don't know if you've heard about Biden's proposal to raise the capital gains tax. Um, there, there's a whole article in Bloomberg Wealth about how people are going to find ways around this stuff. And, that, you know, they're already, they're already, the financial advisors are already looking for loopholes in order to advise their wealthy constituents, uh, you know, our clients or whatever, Um, you know, how to, how to avoid paying all these taxes because, you know, rich people are just broke. They can't afford to pay more taxes. Right. Um, but anyway. They can't afford
1: to hire advisors to tell them how not to pay taxes.
0: Yeah. But one of the things that they said when they were talking about like, like, you know, telling their clients, well, this may never, it may never come to fruition anyway. And they said that, you know, that both sides, um, both sides of the aisle have wealthy donors that they don't want to piss off. Right. And, and I mean, they just literally said that they said, I'll quote what he said, remember elected officials on both sides of the aisle have wealthy donors who probably won't like this very much. So that's a direct quote from uh, I think John Norris or somebody, but anyway. Um, yeah. Great. So this is the problem with our government is basically it is two parties that are both working for the same group of people that are not us. And, it doesn't matter which—and we've talked about this before on the podcast—you know, really, Republicans, Democrats, it doesn't change that much with who's in power. Now, I do think if the Democrats had a few more people in the Senate, we could get some things done, basically because, you know, the people are at a point now where, you know, they're just fed up. And I think I think government wants to do something, you know, to make things—well, plus they've got, you know, they've got issues. They've got issues to deal with. This is, you know, the pandemic, the— so I'm stepping all over myself here because I want to get to one other thing before I get off on some of this other shit, is the mask <laughs> thing. Um, again, I just brought up the pandemic. The mask thing, you know, we got new uh, guidance on masks today. It said that we didn't have to wear masks outside if we were alone or with, you know, like if we were out jogging or biking. And I'm like, who the fuck wore a mask when they were out jogging or biking?
1: <laughs> be a hard to... Breathe right, right, since the beginning Solid of this thing,
0: I have not been wearing if I'm outside and having a conversation with somebody, I consciously step back six feet from them, but I do not wear a mask because what's the fucking point? I'm out in the open air. I never thought that as a high risk uh, you know if you're six feet from somebody and you're and you're out and you know there's a nice breeze blowing, whatever you've got fresh air coming through. what are the fucking chances that you're gonna have? You know, some guys spray unless he's shouting at you,
1: reach you. I mean, it just well, like and you even said if you're alone, like that's well, what yeah, the, yeah, that's the, the thing, other thing. Said, I mean, if you're alone, how can you possibly catch it?
0: Yeah. So now they're saying if you're vaccinated and you're in a small group of people and you're outside, you don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, oh, this is this is bullshit because I already wasn't even before I was vaccinated. If I was outside with a small group of people, I would just keep my distance and I wouldn't be wearing a mask. So, I i mean, it's just like, okay, thanks. It's all
1: ludicrous anyway. He, here, I don't know how it is there, but here there are restaurants that are open. And when you go in, like if you go from your table to the restroom or whatever, you have to wear a mask. Coming in, you have to wear a mask. Leaving, you have to wear a mask. But when you're at your table. Because you can't you eat t- with a mask on. Exactly. You can take your mask off. And and so what? I mean, just it's like the virus isn't going to go like, oh, I'm sorry. I won't bother you while you're eating.
0: Well, then on the other extreme, you have Tucker Carlson, who literally today was telling his viewers that they should confront people who are wearing masks and tell them that they make you uncomfortable.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: And, and that they should take them off. And if you see a child wearing a mask, you should call Child Protective Services or dial
1: 911. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I talk about a fruitcake. Jesus.
1: Uh, yeah, but people are really going to do that shit. I'm going to be pissed if, <laughs> oh, yeah. if that happens to me.
0: Yeah, his viewers will. That's the thing. I mean, anybody who watches Tucker Carlson has got to have a couple screws loose to begin with.
1: They probably go to Target.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like Target. Um, well, I, like,
1: I like Target, too, but I'm just saying, if you're paranoid, you should not shop at a place called Target.
0: Right, because then people really will be out to get
1: you. Because mm-hmm, it's target.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's not that bad of a name. It's kind of a cool name. Yeah. So,
1: so uh, I'm trying to remember it's what I was. Symbol is a bullseye.
0: Right, but that doesn't mean
1: you're the like. That's where the shooters are going to aim. It doesn't mean you're the target. No, but it means just... that's where if you're just in it's... the target. You're not yeah. on the target. You're in the target. There's a difference. But if some lunatics running around with a gun, they're not going to shoot. Well, they would shoot well, Walmart. Well, we're not going to have, have to show worry Walmart, now. But I'm just saying Target would be the logical place to shoot because it's the target.
0: Well, we won't have to worry anymore because all the lunatics will be running around with guns. And so Target will just be like one of many targets. It, it's There's going to be many more. <clears throat> Can't wait. I know. It's so exciting. I am. Um, I'm looking forward to spending a lot of time in my garden this summer.
1: Okay. Just. Are you going to be wearing a mask?
0: Well, if my vegetables want me to, I will. But <laughs> they are already vegetables after all. So, no, I, I. I find myself just wanting to avoid people because, I mean, you know, the. COVID probably kind of got me conditioned to enjoy avoiding people. But, but really, I mean, it's like you think about all the things people do and say and the way they behave. And you're like, why do I want to deal with this?
1: I'm way ahead of you. Like I was social distancing before social distancing was cool or mandated.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I was too, but now I'm even more, I mean, this, just it's not even the, it's not even the, the COVID thing. It's, the so many oh oh I remember where I was going with my earlier thoughts because um, I was talking about our um, government being fixed and us you know us them having to do some stuff because we're protesting and things are getting out of out of hand. Um, well, you know there's a bunch of states like 35 states that are passing bills right now or have passed bills to tighten up rules for protests, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's so, making me irritated
0: so like the two things that are most important to democracy um the ability to protest and voting are both like on the chopping block right now
1: right but carry a gun all day long oh yeah that's
0: <laughs> you know I'm surprised that they that they aren't against people carrying guns because at some point once they tighten the screws on their totalitarian government they're not going to want everybody to be armed
1: Yeah, I heard, uh, I don't even know who it was, some comedian, I just heard the audio for it, but he's like uh, talking about the reasons people carry guns, and he got to like the final reason or whatever, and he's like, and if you carry guns because you're afraid of the government, you don't know how tanks work, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or any other. I mean,
0: you know, a helicopter with a, with a exactly. machine
1: gun or whatever. Fucking yeah, you, drones. I mean, they'll just take you out with drones. Yeah, you won't like, even see it coming. And and that's what makes that Supreme Court case so fucking ridiculous. Even though I don't know the details of it, but I'm saying if the referendum is on whether it's people or the militia or whatever. It's it's clearly, for the militia, it's to defend yourself against the government or overthrow it when it becomes necessary, but it's so outdated because your little fucking gun ain't going to do shit. Now, right even, to if got,
0: even if you've got a big gun, I mean, you're up against an army.
1: That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, you're up you against know. tanks, you're up against drones, you're up against surveillance, intelligence. I mean, they have all the phones tapped and... You know, well this just... is I,
0: I, I love to I've got neighbors, um, friends, neighbors, people I know who will tell me they've got, you know, three thousand rounds of ammunition. Right? And I just laugh. I'm like, so you're gonna die with two thousand nine hundred and ninety five rounds of ammunition because do you think you're actually gonna get to use that? Do you think they're gonna stand there and let you shoot at them? And how many bullets is it gonna take to kill you? You know, it's just it's just like these people think they're going to have a shooting war with whoever comes to get them.
1: Right, like David Goresh.
0: Yeah, or that, or that the, the the police and the federal government and all that are just going to line up like dominoes for them to shoot down one after another so they can use all 3,000 rounds of their ammunition. No, they're not going to do that. If they find your holdup in your house with a gun and a lot of ammunition, they're just going to fucking fire a, a a flashbang in your house, or a you know, throw a hand grenade through the window, or drop a mortar on it, or have the helicopter fly over and strafe you, or bring in the tank or the armored vehicle, or whatever. But they're not going to just sit there and let you shoot at them. It's just like, seriously, buddy, you think you're going to have an opportunity to use 3,000 rounds of ammunition in your little war? Fuck, be lucky if you get off six.
1: And if anybody wants to overthrow the government if they put any thought into it, you'd know that the the only way that it's going to work is financially. Right. You're going to loan the government a bunch of money. They're going to be indebted to you. And then you can either call in favors (laughs) and make it work for you. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, Or or you're going to come calling on your debt and they can't pay. And all of a sudden like, well, I guess I own DC now. Well, we need to fix our (laughs) election system. I mean, the,
0: the Ted talk I listened to her suggestion was two things. She said, we need to fix our primaries. We need to have a primary where everybody is in the same primary—Republicans, Democrats. We pick the top three or top five or something. I don't remember why, should, but the top some number, and then we have ranked elections, you know, so that we you you vote for your first, second, third, fourth, right. And fifth. Right, ranked choice ranked voting. Ranked yeah. choice voting. And and if we do that, she said, we will solve all of our problems because. Someone has to get at least 50% of the vote. Right now, someone can get elected with less than a majority. The extreme right and extreme left are basically electing the people in the primaries because most people don't vote in primaries. And so, you know, it ends up being the choice. of And so the people we have in the final election are already uh, basically, you know, popular with the extremes, not with the center.
1: So. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Look at Biden. He's definitely... He was well, a centrist. All the centrists got behind him. She was not
0: talking about the president. She's talking about congressmen. All she cares oh. about is Senate. She's concerned that our Senate is dysfunctional. She doesn't give a shit about the president. Honestly, the president really isn't that damn important. If we could get Congress to work, we'd solve a lot of problems. If we can't yeah. get Congress to work, you can elect, you know, Jesus as president. It isn't going to help.
1: But Congress is the people that would have to change all those rules.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, no, no, states, yeah. states, states are in charge of elections. Totally, 100%. Con- the the Constitution has given the states total control of elections. There are already states who have done some of this. Alaska is one of them. Alaska, I believe, has ranked choice voting already. Really? Yep. That's cool. So there's a possibility this could happen. I mean, it's not entirely hopeless without the help of the federal government. The federal government is fixed. I mean, I would like to say it's broken because that would have been my word, but to use her word, it is fixed. And there's no way of of breaking that that hegemony they have because we are given two choices and given that they have to be a Democrat or Republican because no third party can get in given the way we do things, um, we're stuck with whatever the oligarchy picks for us. And it, it doesn't matter which one you pick because either one of them is working for the
1: rich people. I'm glad you're finally getting it. Oh,
0: I've been getting it forever, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so one last note. We only have three seconds left. But um, Wow,
1: that's quick.
0: In that three seconds, I just want to point out that uh, after they assassinated Andrew Brown, which is the, the guy in, uh, in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, who they shot while he was trying to get away, um, after they shot him in the head, they almost immediately released his rap sheet. To show that he was a—he's uh, basically a low—he's—he's he's a drug dealer,
1: but right. Like, so you don't feel bad,
0: right? So we feel that assassinating him was justified. Was justified, yeah, because he's just a drug dealer. But everybody I've talked, heard from, um, like his personal uh, people, uh, including apparently his uh, an attorney who is right now working for his family, was a friend of his. So he didn't just have friends in low places. He had friends who were... Apparently, he was a pretty nice guy. Um, I mean, okay, so he dealt some drugs. I really have no idea. I believe they did have him on tape selling... uh, On two different occasions, one time selling methamphetamines, another time uh, crack uh, to somebody who who was actually a paid informant for the FBI or some, you know, guy who was an informant for the FBI for other reasons. But anyway, but... they probably did have evidence that he was selling drugs, and I'm not even going to argue that. But the last I heard, the police were not allowed to execute people. Although I'm starting to question that, given how many have been executed lately. I mean, we've had like <laughs> three people shot just since the verdict in the Chauvin case. So it's, One step forward, two steps back. Yeah, it's just nuts. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard But it could be worse Life is hard But it could be worse How does this thing work again? Oh